about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. doing this morning is it okay if the Lord allows me to give you a word for 2024 that okay yes 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 I'm gonna apologize to our Montana guests right now no I won't you guys are cool with Kenny Copeland you're all right <laughs> you're okay right so anyway let me, let me get in the who listen oh my gosh yes 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 do not make me play it, Becky. Listen, this is, listen, celebrate this shirt. Okay, let me tell you. I loved it when I walked in. You got hey, I was like, oh, who's that? Who's somebody here? What what just happened? Oh, it's the shirt. The shirt arrived. Listen, I got this shirt for a Christmas party. I was like, either I'm gonna wear it here at church for the Christmas party, or work Christmas. Something I was gonna wear. Never did because I had other outfits. But then this morning, I'm like, I'm wearing this to celebrate so that it's a reminder to you all to celebrate. Yes, we thank God that he got us through 2023. Thank you, Lord, that the things that tried to come against us did not kill us or take us down to the point we couldn't get back up and stand 10 toes down. Thank you, Lord, that in 2023, you've provided for us all a while. Thank you, Lord, that you have redeemed us. Thank you, Lord, that you have reconciled certain things. Thank you for, I mean, just keep in remembrance of celebration of who he is and the gratitude of who he is and how he keeps being good and how he's getting gooder and gooder and gooder and how he's not going to stop because he's such a good God. We won't have any more bad days because that is what I'm declaring for 2024 as well. No more bad days. Remind you, this shirt is on the inside of you. You all shine bright because you have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Because when you go in dark places, baby, you're shining. So don't even worry, but don't have any fear about where you got to step into in the next new year. Because as you're stepping, know that he already went there before you. Know that he already went there to make every crooked area straight and rough area smooth. Know that he sent forth the angel. Yup, listen. I'm going to be so excited for myself because I'm so grateful that he's kept me and my family. I'm so thankful that he kept my marriage when times kept, things have come against it. I'm going to tell you the truth. But I thank him that he's kept me. I thank him that he's kept me in ministry because, listen, there's things that come against your ministry where you feel like, Lord, I'm going to quit because this is too much. But God is keeping us despite it all. Don't allow the enemy to come and cause distractions to you, especially in this next season that we're entering to because the enemy will cause distractions. But I also thank the Lord for the closed doors. I thank him for the people he took out of my life. Because, you know, we never thank him for that. But I thank him because of where we're going, we can't have everyone come with us. I thank him for where he's going. He had to close doors because if he didn't close them, we wouldn't have walked into certain things. This ain't on my notes. So I'm just saying. I thank him. And I thank A.T. for seeing who I am before I can even sometimes see who I am before. You know, and it's important. It's important that you have people, oh, I'm going to get onto that, that you have people around you. Seriously, the, the people who are supposed to be around you that can see into you who God is calling you to be. Because sometimes we got this distorted thinking that we think this or that about ourselves. But when you have people who are Holy Ghost filled, anointed, called by God to speak into your life, to say, hey, you're called to do this. Be careful who you got around you. We'll talk more about that. Okay, we ready?
Okay, I'm sorry. Patrick probably is already, I'm already ready. Keep it going then. Let's keep it going. As we know that last year when I had the last Empower meeting for women, the Lord gave me the word about reset. So I'm going to remind you all that we're still resetting things in 2024. That word just didn't go away. He just gave it to me around November. Okay, so we're still resetting things as we cross over to 2024, resetting ministries, we resetting our minds, resetting how we do things, resetting things that we've done in the past that God's not calling us to do that anymore, but he's resetting things. Okay, go to uh, Psalms 115. Let me get you to get your Bible out. Psalms 115. If you do want to listen to that word about reset, I believe it's uploaded, right, on mytcvc.com. Oh, and also, yes, on my YouTube channel. <laughs> that was a pub. Sorry. I blame Paula. She just reminded me. <laughs> Psalms, right. Psalms 115, we're going to verse 12. You get there? Say amen. All right. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Listen, put your name in there. He will bless the house of Robinsons. He will bless the house of Karis. He will bless the house of Campo. He will bless the house of Kalish. Like, say your name. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. I believe the Lord showed me that we are entering into the year of much more. Now, it's funny because even when, when A.T. was up there praying and stuff, he said, much more of this. And I'm like, ah, you know. <laughs> and the thing is, because even when I when the Lord gave me this, that same morning, I opened up an email notes from King Copeland and said more. And I just rolled my eyes because I'm like, listen, Lord, I don't want anyone to think I'm doing any type of spiritual plagiarism because that's a thing. People would take other people's words and represent it, thinking that it came from them and the Lord, and that's not true. I did that one time when it was 18. You gave me permission. It was the a spirit of the Lord is imminent. Remember that? 2014 or something. I did. I did take that, but it was because it was stirring to me, so I went to him saying, this is what I'm going to preach about at the King Night of the King thing. Remember that? So we did that one time, but it wasn't like I did it on purpose. I went and asked permission. But there is a thing called people who do spiritual plagiarism. And the thing is the Lord even showed me that in the word. In Jeremiah 23, you don't have to turn there, verses 30, 31. Therefore, therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who steal my words, every one of them from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who use their tongues and say he says. Okay? So he backs everything he tells me with his word. So I saw that, and I was like, whoo. So when I saw them Ken Copeland, I'm like, ah, come on. I wasn't, I wasn't watching anyone's ministry. I wasn't even going on Facebook and stuff. I, didn't want, I wanted to hear fully, just truly from the Lord and not hear someone else and go, oh, let me jump on that. No. I was like, Lord, I want you to give me, download exactly what you have for me, for our body, and for the body of Christ. Right? So I had to just say, you know, Lord, I'm going to be confident in what he said and spoke to me. And that is much more. Okay? Now, last year the Lord showed me increase. So I'm going to the Lord because I talk to him like this. Lord, isn't increase the same as much more? Sounds like the same to me. But he was like, no, it's different. Much more is on a whole nother level than increase, right? So the much more is more than it is expected or acceptable to a great degree or extent, something considerable or impressive, full, Heaps, extravagant, substantial, endless, a great deal, and my favorite is earth-shattering. That's much more. 
He wants us to experience much more peace, much more in joy, much more in wisdom and strength, much more favor, love, more influence. And in Philippians 1, 9, 11, you don't have to turn to it. And this, I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. So there's a few points he wants me to share with you on the much more that we're entering to, okay? As you see from Philippians, as I just read it, more knowledge, more wisdom. And we're getting that by spending time with the Lord and in his word. It's not just going to come because you're hearing us preach here and there. you got to spend time with the Lord yourself to get that wisdom and knowledge that he wants to share to you as far as the much more. Also, with what's coming to pass and what we're seeing lately is you have to have much more discernment. You have to test the spirits. How do you test the spirit? Because you got to have the spirit so you know what the spirit is so you can test the spirit. Listen, I'll tell you right now, just because someone can speak into your life and say, that's Latasha, she lives at 1186 Southwest Hibiscus, and this, that, baby, I don't care. You can sit and tell me my name, my parents' name, the address, but if the spirit of the Lord is telling me that that's some witchcraft and warlock, I don't want you to speak over my life. We got to test the spirits and not be so enamored because someone could tell you the color of underclothes you have on. Where have we gone as the body of Christ that we're okay with that and not testing the spirits? We made everything, every feeling, every unction we get, oh, that's the Holy Ghost. No, it's not. Where did it say we're led by our feelings? It says we are led by the spirit of God. And I tell you, if you don't start discerning right here and right now, you're going to get caught up in the trap of the enemy. Everybody who says they're an apostle, prophet, pastor, preacher, teacher, evangelist is not. They gave themselves that name. And the way you're going to know that because you're going to discern it. Okay? Listen, and people will act like they're so deep. They're so deep in things. There's two main people that I see, I'm not going to say their name right here, that have said on on social media with a lot of followers, guys, that's saying how they've evolved in some of their things. That the same gospel that their grandmother had is not the same gospel today. Or they say the stance on homosexuality has changed and evolved. Listen, I know the word says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We don't evolve. The word has not evolved. We evolve. See, the thing is, is that we tend to try to evolve around the word instead of having the word evolve us and change our lives. We want to start switching things and go, you know what? That's not really working for me. So I'm going to say, listen, this is my difference in homosexuality because I have a lot of gays in my church. Listen, they could be in a church. I'm proud. We love them. However, lifestyles change, okay? You don't stay the same. Rather, you're homosexual. Rather, you're sleeping with someone that's not your husband or wife. While you're fornicating, while you're lying, while you're stealing, there's certain things you got to say, no. No, this is not right. And we're not saying it evolves so that we can get more people in the church. Listen, when we get them in, the Holy Ghost is going to change them anyway. And that's another thing. We don't need to be everyone's Holy Ghost. A lot of Holy Ghost to change them. Listen, you got to be so in tune because there are doctrines of devils that are going to start rising up in this new year. It's already happening, but it's going to even increase even more, and they're going to try to come with those signs, wonders, and miracles. That's what I'm saying. The Lord is saying much more discernment that we have to have, okay? Um, let's go to 2 Corinthians 3. 
We got to start getting our emotions out of the way and our feelings out of the way and let the love of the Father be what leads us. Let the fear of the Lord lead us. I'm not saying fear like, oh, my gosh, she's going to hurt me. But listen, I had a certain fear of my daddy that when I got in trouble, my physical dad, I was going to be getting in trouble because I knew that. I was like, ooh, that wasn't right. I'm going to get a spanking or punishment. And I remember my dad said, which one do you want, the punishment or the whooping? I was like, give me the whooping. That lasts like two minutes. <laughs> I was smart. I was discerning then. <laughs> give me the whooping. 2 Corinthians 3.18, reading for the New Living Test, the new, the new Living. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. We are going from one level of glory to another level of glory. We're going to be more like him because you cannot stay the same as you've been in this coming hour. Okay? We're going to continually to go deeper and deeper and allow him to use us in areas that we never thought he would even use us in. We've got to allow him to expand our own borders, allow him to put us in situations where we feel uncomfortable. However, we know because he's with us, we're going to be comforted. You see what I'm saying? We've got to step out of the boxes that we've been in. Listen, I have to trust him in this new level that he's calling me to. Because I'm telling you, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> That's honestly, I'm just, I, I am. But I have to trust who he is. Because I'm comfortable with preaching and teaching. I'm comfortable with that. But when I had to start giving words to people, I'm like, well, <laughs> you sure, Jesus? That, wait, I could hear you in other things, but you want me to speak into the lives of people right here? But it's like the Lord's like, that's what he's going to use me to do. And not just speaking to people, individuals here, individuals outside in the marketplace, individuals in my workplace, individuals as I'm just walking in the store. And that's why I have to be open and allow myself to be uncomfortable because, listen, it's not even about me anymore. It's about the people. What you have in you is not necessarily for you, but it's for other people. Okay? So we get that in our head, too. Like, listen, we glad. We, we saved, set free, born again, delivered. We're going to heaven. But what about everybody else? So I tell you, I, got, I believe the Lord was speaking to me about uh, the shift with my life and ministry and to the prophet thing years ago, 10 years ago. He gave me Jeremiah 1, 9, and 10. If you want to go there, Jeremiah 1, 9 and 10. Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. The Message Bible says, God reached out, touched my mouth and said, look, I just put my words in your mouth, hand delivered. See what I've done? I've given you a job to do among nations and governments, a red-letter day. Your job is to pull up and tear down, take apart and demolish, and then start over building and planting. So, yes, I know I'm a pastor, okay? I know that's the anointing on my life. But I also know God has shifted me into that other position, that other office, right? As a prophet. I said it, okay? That was hard to say it. It was hard for me to say pastor for a long time. Long, 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 long time. And even allow other people to say Pastor Tosh, because I'm like, no, no, don't, don't call me that. And the Lord had to deal with me on that. Like, no, you gotta you gotta say, you gotta speak, you gotta speak life over who you are and what I'm calling you to to be, right? Just like when I as a mommy, even though I carried them and gave birth, it was something different when they would go mommy or mama and touch my face. Even now as a counselor, as a therapist, I had to even step into that because now people are signing in to see me as a therapist. So they had to. So I'm like, okay, so I get that. As we step into that next thing that God has for us, you got to see it first for yourself. 
And that's why I say even with this, and, and that's why I thank even Apostle Tom for even, like I said earlier, for seeing things in me, okay, for hearing who I was supposed to be. It was necessary for him to do that so that I can get into the position and call that, that was on my life. You see what I'm saying? It was important for my husband to see that in me because everyone knows I could be a little hard at times, right? Don't say anything. Oh, my gosh. After I was just loving AT. After I was loving him. Listen, <laughs> I've gotten words to say you got to soften that down just a little bit because it's just a little rough. Like you stabbing people and just pulling it out and like, good luck. Go get bandaged somewhere else. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> so, yes, I listen. I, I, I learned the Lord had to deal with me in a, in a secret place on many things. And he's still dealing with me. Because if anybody arrived, raise your hand. Because then you can lay hands on me. Oh, no one. Okay. <laughs> I figured that. Figured that. We're going to talk more about that later with, with PT. But when I started asking the Lord, like, what is a prophet? What, what do they do? Because I didn't want to just hear from other people what it was, what people said. I wanted to get in the word to say, what is it that they do? Right away. I heard a watchman for the body of Christ in intercession, right? He's not just showing me things just so he can show me. And I go, hey, guess what I know? Guess what this happened? This going to happen? No, so I can see it and start praying against certain things that the enemy is trying to do and come against the body of Christ, right? So I can start declaring things and shifting things in the atmosphere, shifting things that's trying to happen in the climate in the country and elsewhere. You know what I mean? And I tell you, many of you are called to do the same thing. Not just me. Now listen, I know prophets are called to edify, comfort, and exhort, right? Especially as someone like me who's a prophetic believer. That's what I do, right? But I tell you, people who don't read their Bibles will tell you that that's all prophets do, is exhort, edify, and comfort. But I believe believers in the, with the Holy Ghost can edify, exhort, and comfort. Every one of you can edify, exhort, and comfort that's just not stuck to fivefold believers or anything. Each and every one of you can do that. But someone who I noticed that the word says who stands in the office of a prophet would do like Jeremiah 1, 9, 10. Root out, pull down, destroy, overthrow, then build you back up and then plant. Jeremiah 1, 9, and 10. The Lord gave me that as a tattoo. I'm going to say it. I got a tattoo. Okay? They ain't going to hell with gasoline draws. I got okay. <laughs> if anyone thinks that, please see us. We're going to cast that out of you. Okay? <laughs> I got that tattoo years ago, not knowing why, just the Lord was shining that verse to me so much. And I went, okay, I got to get that verse, Jeremiah 1, 9, 10, not even knowing exactly what it meant. Now I see why, <laughs> what the Lord was trying to do 10 years ago with a tat. No, okay, listen, he will use what he can, okay? Let's just be real with that. Don't sit, I'm not telling you the Lord told me to get a tattoo. Get it right. I didn't say that. I said, I got a tattoo, and that's the verse I use. Let me clarify that. Jesus. <laughs> I don't want AT getting letters and stuff about we saying people can get tattoos. That's a whole nother thing, okay? I'm just saying what the Lord did for me, okay, with that, with that scripture. So I started to understand when I start reading more about Jeremiah 1 and 9, 10, why my delivery at times was different. Because I was looking like I wanted to be just like either Apostle Tom and how he was and how he taught. I wanted to teach the way my husband did. He was just so good in the work. I say, babe, what verse is this? He's like, that, that, that. He just sprues it out. I'm like, That's, I want to be like them. But the Lord was like, he didn't call me to be like them. He called me to be Latasha, the one who roots out, pulls down, destroy. What you doing, Vinny? Pull it down. 
destroy. <laughs> a prophet is also to admonish and correct his people. Looking at Vinny. <laughs> to give rebukes. Turn your phones off. Okay? Phones off. And a rebuke is a, is a sharp correction, which means we're disagreeing with the Christianity that some people are living by. That's a rebuke to make you change and repent from that, that way of life. Okay? We are to live by the standard of what God has said. Not one that we made up, not one that we feel more comfortable in, but the standard based on the word of God and what he said. So that's why I keep emphasizing you have to know what the word says for yourself, not the religious jargons that we're all used to, not the religious culture that's up in here, not in here, but I'm just saying in general, you know, and, and it just has to be based on a word of God. All of us have to step in and ask the Lord, what is it that we have to unlearn that's a bad doctrine? What is it that we have to unlearn that is a tradition of man? What is it that we have to unlearn that has been in the crooked church, church culture? That we have to unlearn this stuff and just learn a word of God, right? For instance, one thing that I said as far as church culture, where is it? Can someone tell me in the word of God where it says we cannot give correction to someone who we don't have a relationship with? Listen, I preached that before. You can't give correction unless you, you love them, have a relationship with them. Because that was some religious jargon that I learned. But the word of God does not say that. Because when I look at it, Jesus, Jesus brought correction to the woman at the well. He didn't know her. Listen, where's your husband? Oh, I don't have any. Yeah, because you have five. And you got one you're living with right now. Listen, that's a correction. How about, and, and that was truth. Because the truth is what set her free. Might have been a correction, but that was truth. Okay? What about when, when Jesus rebuked the Pharisees and the Sadducees? I don't know if he was sitting there having friends, chilling with them, having dinner, hanging out, doing all that. He said, you go on, you are the father, your father, the devil. That's a correction and rebuke. If you have, I never heard one ever before ever. Shoot, I even think when I said the Lord said about the, the lady who came and said, can we have the crumbs from the table? And he called her a dog. I was like, oh, that, that, that's kind of rough. <laughs> but hey, it was, it was truth, right? I even know when Paul rebuked that slave girl who operated in a divination, who was right on. These men are this, da, 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 right on point. He rebuked her. He didn't know that girl. So tell me where it says that we can't give correction to people unless we have relationships with them. I know not on my part and what God has called me. Listen, I just sometimes the Lord put on my heart. I just got to say it. And they say do it in love. Well, that is love. I'm, lo I'm loving you because I'm trying to save your life. I'm loving you because you're living a lifestyle that's going to end you up in hell. I'm trying to come to you and be real to you to say, listen, you don't have to live that way any longer because, listen, I have hope. This is Jesus. This is what I have for you that can give you something that can heal your body, heal your mind, heal your soul. I got something for you right here, and his name is Jesus. Listen, we got to be hearers of the word, right? Doers of the word. But I'm going to add this. We got to be knowers of the word. You got to know it so you can do it. And not just with someone that's preached and prophesied to you over years. You can't, do it. you can't do it. We are entering into the much more as kingdom believers, right? Now, as we step into this next season, I want you, each and every one of you, to ask the Lord, what is he trying to, what, what's the next God-assigned position for you? What are you trying to add into your life that maybe you've been holding back or covering up or saying, no, I'm not ready for this? What is it that he's been speaking to each and every one of you? Because I can tell you right now, he has been. 
And he is. Some of you may not like to hear what he's saying, but he is, right? And I'll just encourage you on this part. Say yes. Say yes even though it feels uncomfortable. Say yes when you're looking like, ha, oh, I don't have the money. Say yes when you're thinking, I never operated that in my life. Just say yes because it's not on you. It's him. Listen, everything the Lord has said to me, I'm like, I'm relying on you because I can't do it. So you got to help me do this. I cannot do it. When he's speaking to me about doing therapy, I couldn't do it. Wasn't th- I could Listen, the way my mouth is, I said, I can't be a therapist. I wear my emotion right here on my sleeve. My face says it all. You say something crazy, I'm like, this. What? oh, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> we had a woman here for years. That she used to tell me, I see you from the back of your head. Your eyes are like rolling. I'm like, how? How do you see that? <laughs> how do you see I'm rolling my eyes? Like, what? Listen. And the Lord had to help me in this because I'm telling you, my mouth, he had to control my mouth. And he's still controlling my mouth with some things. You know what I'm saying? Because I tell my clients a lot of times something like, listen, I'm quick, John McGraw. You say something to me, I'm quick. Bam, it's already out there. And I can't grab it back. Get it back. Get it back. No, it's already out there. So you had to do a work in me. So I had to say yes, Lord, today. I got to say yes for the next thing. There's a wellness center that the Lord's been speaking to me about for me and my family to have. I got to say yes. Not sure how it's going to happen. I don't have money. Like every, I don't know. But it's going to happen because the Lord wants to do something in that, right? Say much more. And I'll tell you, don't ask about the next assignment position if you haven't finished what he told you to do right here, right now. Okay, next thing the Lord showed me about is that there's going to be much more with signs, wonders, and miracles. And I especially believe it's going to be happening here in this body. Signs, wonders, and miracles. And y'all going to be scared? No. You're going to be expecting it. Let's go to Mark 16. You've, you've heard this many times. Hallelujah. I'm ready for the signs, wonders, and miracles. I'm like, let's do it, Lord. I don't care how silly it sounds or what. I don't care. Listen, everybody in my job got a what now book. I didn't care everybody. Okay, that was your gift. <laughs> Here's, I'm gifting you so you can get to the gift of Jesus, for real, okay? Everyone. Some of my clients got, got books, okay? I'm not even supposed to give them out, but I did. Because you know what? I'm being more obedient to what the Father said than any state thing or whatever they tell me in my office. I'm doing what the Father said to me because that's where I know I'm going to be blessed. I'm going to be obedient in what he's saying. Yes. Was it a little uncomfortable? Yes, because you don't know what these people are going to say. Like, what book is this? Now, I did have a few people go, where's this church? Now, I can't tell them. I don't want to. I don't want none of them showing up here. <laughs> go find your own church, please, for the love of God. Like, this, I don't know. I'm like, where you go to church? I'm not supposed to give you that info. That's what I say. I'm not supposed to give you that info. Thinking, please don't go on the website because you will see my face right there. Right? Oh, my gosh. Find your own church. Mark 16, 15. <laughs> and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That's good. 
Hebrews 2, 4, don't turn there. God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders and various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Say signs, wonders, and miracles. Listen, we know we already teach this in this church that signs, wonders, and miracles are not just for fivefolds, not just for AT, not just for me, not just for Ben, not just for leadership. It is for everybody who was open to it, who's allowing the Lord to use them in that area. It is open for you, okay? Be open to the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Be open to the oil. Ooh, the oil. Thank you, Lord. You can't afford to be dry in this season. Baby, have the oil. Listen, have the oil. Be smeared in it and rubbed in the oil of the Holy Ghost. Hey, of the fire of God, right? Listen, the oil is what's going to smooth things out. The oil is what lubricate the dry things in your life. Use the oil in your finances. Use the oil in your relationships. Use the oil in your ministries and your businesses. Use the oil when you got to talk to people because that's what's going to draw them to you because the oil is what smells so good. Hey, if you got that good oil on you, you walking in the things of God and you got that anointing and authority and power, baby, people are going to be drawn to you because you got the oil, which is the Holy Ghost, because that is what breaks things off of people the oil of jesus the oil of the holy ghost the oil of the father is what's going to change lives and change atmospheres i walk in work every day with the oil i can't go and be dry not in this upcoming season the oil of the holy ghost you need healing in a certain area use the oil it has medicinal purposes thank you lord Thank you for the oil. Listen, I love massages. I get a massages all the time. My husband doesn't. He doesn't like them. <laughs> He's like, I'm not letting anyone touch me. You just touch me. Oh, sorry. Take that out, Pat. <laughs> I love massage. I enjoy massages, okay? And I notice they can't just massage just on my back. They have to have oil to be able to smooth out the muscles, okay? So I'm like... I'm going to look up spiritually like the oil and what it does. So does the oil loosens up stiff muscles? We got a few people in the body who's stiff <laughs> and dry. And you need some oil to massage that out. Okay. The oil, the, the massage can improve circulation. Listen, some of us in here need to improve our circulation. Okay. Allow the oil to do that to improve your circulation. Allow the oil to get you out of stagnancy. Allow the oil to tell you to ask forgiveness. Allow the oil to tell you also that everyone don't need to be in your life, okay? Allow the oil to, to, to smooth the rough edges. Hallelujah, that's what I did. Smooth the rough edges. Still working on them. I got a few little kink right over here, but it's okay. The oil is making its way down. Thank you, Jesus. The oil is what brings your body back to life. It's the oil, right? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost and the oil is what, hey, will, will get demons to tremble. Make hell nervous is the anointing and the oil on your life. Not, not ours, on yours. You see what I'm saying? There's an importance of the much more as God's going to use his body much more, especially the ones who are open to hearing what he's saying. Allow the oil to do that and lubricate even in your thinking to switch your thinking up because the thinking is what holds a lot of people up from doing what God has called them to do. Use that oil, okay? Go to Joel. How much time I got? It's the oil. 
I thank him for the oil. The oil does. It helps relationships, marriages, ministries. Joel 2, 25. I will restore to you the, the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent among you. I believe in 2024 the Lord is showing me he's going to redeem the time for many people. What is redeem? It means to get or win back, to buy back, to make good, to make worthwhile, repair, restore, complete perfecting. To redeem something means to buy it back and to regain possession of it. Redeeming something involves reclaiming it from bad circumstances for good purposes. Figuratively, figuratively to rescue from loss and improve opportunity. God is going to redeem the time. And I believe the enemy has robbed many people of their time by being distracted with social media. And that has become an idol to many people. And I believe God's going to tear down the idols in people's lives. And he's gonna, that's how he's going to redeem the time. He's going to speak to many of us about what we're doing or what we're looking at or what's causing, taking much of our time, which God is saying, no, I'm not calling that for you. So he's going to redeem our time back. Um, many people have been focused for a while on the hurt that they've experienced. So God's going to redeem that time. And then just overall, just wasted time. How about that? Just, just overall, just a wasted time. Okay. And okay. Hold on. I got word for you too. So what I'm hearing for Craig and Tina, when we talk about redeeming of time, God's going to redeem the time for both of you and what he's going to do in your life and redeem some things, even that the enemy has tried to come against you and your relationship and your family. And God's going to do a work in you because it's going to be a family ministry. You know what I'm saying? And God's going to start speaking to both of you. It's increasing on you much more the prophetic for you. It's increasing on you because God's going to give you that anointing to teach. Okay? So he's going to redeem that time so that you both can have that time back even stronger and more powerful than before because it's important it's necessary for where he's going to take you both in 2024. Okay? Okay. Okay. Redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Pam. Listen, Lord, I just, I'm just trying to do this, but okay, Pam. Okay, this next season, too, that God has for you, you may think or deem to be difficult, okay? But the Lord is saying if you just continue to trust in him and what he's doing in this and this process, just like I said earlier about closed doors and things happening, God is saying things have to happen like that so that he can move into where you're supposed to have been and he's definitely redeemed the time because we know there's anointing and call on you for a long time and the enemy has tried to cause that distraction and make you go to the left and to the right and God is saying he's calling you right here because he's going to redeem all that time that you're supposed to be used by the Lord to do a, a mighty work and you know what it's going to happen fast you don't have to sit there and worry about how it's going to happen when it's going to happen he's just going to do it just stand 10 toes down on it. Just trust him. Don't look to the left and the right anymore. Just say, you know what, God, I'm trusting you in all of this. Whatever happens, I just trust you in that. So this is a time of just trust. Okay? Yes. Redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. We're going to get our time back, people, that the enemy has stolen from us. 
We're going to get the time back. Things are going to happen so fast and supernaturally that it reminded me, as we were talking earlier, about Elijah and, and the chariot. I don't know if you know about that, how, how Elijah, they saw the cloud, and then Elijah told, I don't know who it was, to run old, take his chariot. To, where is that verse? Where is it at? Oh, okay. I'm like, where is it at? Babe, where is it at? <laughs> the chariot. First Kings. First Kings, guys, 18, okay? I believe the Lord's showing this because what normally would take years to, com to complete, God is cutting that time in half. He's cutting that time in half. Uh, First Kings 18.44. Finally, the seventh time, his servant told him, I saw a little cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea. Then Elijah shouted, hurry to Ahab and tell him, climb into your chariot and go back home. If you don't hurry, the rain will stop you. And soon the sky was black with clouds, and uh, a heavy wind brought a terrific rainstorm, and Ahab left quickly for Jezreel. Then the Lord gave special strength to Elijah. He tucked his cloak into his belt and ran ahead of Ahab's chariot all the way to the entrance of Jezreel. I want to look at the Message Bible. I like looking at that one. Message Bible says, things happened fast. Say, things happen fast. Listen, when I say time is a gift of God, it's a gift of God that all of us are still here to fulfill our purpose. God is redeeming our time. And because of that, that should spark an urgency in each and every one of us because he's redeeming that time. People need us. And we're going to transfer from just being the body of the church, okay, to being the body of Christ. Because too many of us are just caught up in church, but we're not called that. We're called the body of Christ. We're called his bride, okay? And we got to start looking like it, acting like it, doing like it. In this upcoming year, no one's going to truly be comfortable just doing church anymore. We can't. We can't. The Americanized church, the bells and whistles, we got to entertain everybody with all this stuff. That's out the window because you know what's going to show up and shine is the signs, wonders, and miracles. That's what's going to draw people to repentance. That's what's going to draw people like, whoa, this Jesus is real, right? That's what's going to be. Now that's talking, now that's giving pamphlets or tracts, that ain't working. Listen, when these, these ministers on got all these followers saying, oh, the word evolved, no. What happens is the Lord does different type of um measures or he changes how he does things with us with people like we have facebook and all this social media stuff and electronics where we're transitioning to do more of that not the word didn't change you know what i'm saying so if 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 he's redeeming the time we got to make sure that we're not going to people talking about deliverance with them if we ain't delivered ourselves we can't go to people saying you've been lukewarm when we've been lukewarm okay because you have to make sure, each and every one of us have to make sure we are checking our hearts daily for what he's going to do. Daily. Say daily. Because you know what it says? We can't have you come in here all excited on Sunday, and then during the week you're living like the devil. Okay? You're living like the devil, and then you're calling us, can you pray for me? No. Pray for yourself. Get yourself together. Get in your secret place. Spend time with the Lord yourself. Uh, okay? Because we cannot keep going with this. Hey, we have this form of godliness, but it's, what is it? Far from, I'm always getting these. Thank you, denying the power thereof. 
that's old. That's done with that. It's done. We got to go to another level of boldness because of the urgency of the time. Another level of it. Like it says in uh, Proverbs 28.1, which is the verse for our daughter's roar, the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as, li- as a lion. Okay? Thank you, Wendy. I was looking like, wait, how to do that? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Many of you are going to be bolder than you've ever been. You're going to be the boldest in your generation. But I'm, I think I'm the boldest in my generation right now. Jesus. Help me, Lord. <laughs> I'm the boldest, okay? And I'm glad for it. I'm glad the Lord chose me to be the boldest in my generation. But I'm, I'm just, I'm, many of you, bold. Boldest in your generation. I think AT is one of the boldest because you're supposed to go to uh, preschool. What do you call that? Seminary. Seminary, but for Catholics? Catholics? Sound like preschool. Sound like preschool. Sorry, I'm not trying to offend any of the Catholics. I did not say preschool, I think. <laughs> Jesus, let me move this on. We're going to be bold. We're going to be bold. We're going to be bold. You're going to be so bold. <laughs> let me bring it back. Bring it back, people of God. We're going to be so bold that demons are going to just tremble. You're going to be so bold that you're going to send Satan away, tuck with his tail in between his legs. Okay? You're going to be so bold that you're going you're gonna to be telling people they're going to be offended. And it's okay that they're offended. Because you know what? The word of God offends people. Where we get this, we don't want to offend people. Baby, the word of God offends people. Telling them that Jesus died on the cross for them is offensive. Telling them about the blood of Jesus is offensive. Telling them that Jesus is the only way to get to heaven is offensive. Me standing right here right now preaching as a woman is offensive. Me being a black woman at times for some people is offensive. We got to be able to offend people and be okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Let that be on them because I'm telling you the word is offensive. To tell people that I'm healed when I might be coughing is offensive to people. They think you're lying. When you sit there and tell them that your sons or daughters who are not serving God is going to serve God and you're looking at you crazy, that's offensive. For you to tell people there's only two genders is offensive. I just looked it up too and I'm like, how many, let me see what the world says, how many genders there are. They say there's 81. 81 genders. Who said? <laughs> There's two genders, and when you speak that to people, they get offended. Oh, well. Stop it, AT. <laughs> I hear you over here. <laughs> Mother's multitask. Baby, I can hear over here. I can hear over there. I can. I know, like, you got to put an edit on the bottom. Listen. <laughs> Be offensive. Then it say we are defiant in his name? That's what we just saying, right? We are defiant in his name. Well, whose name are you representing? Be defiant. Be offensive. Do what God has called you to do. Let the Holy Ghost make people mad at you. Shine your light bright in dark places. When they try to bring out sage, say, put that dang sage back. That sage ain't doing nothing but make this room smoky. But what we can do is pray and rebuke the devil and show you whose God is God. And you tell them it's not Buddha, it's not Muhammad, it's not Allah, it's not your new agey stuff, it's not going to hug trees, baby. That don't give you any peace. Hugging trees, go to the one who made the trees. I tell clients all the time about that stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? Since, well, I say the mouth. 
But we got to tell them. We got to tell them truth. Truth is what's going to set people free. Truth is offensive. Truth today in this day and time is offensive. And that's why I'm like, Lord, I'm going to stand on your truth. It doesn't matter because I'm not going based on the truth of someone's emotions. I emotionally identify as a guy. Well, when you die and they look at your, your bones, you're male. That's just that. That's truth, okay? And people are led with their emotions. I saw a video that said they were going to college kids saying, can men menstruate? Eight out of ten of them said yes. <laughs> if I can't tell you the urgency that we have as a body of Christ to get out there and tell people the truth, okay? The truth. Men can't menstruate. God didn't create them that way. And don't give me this ideology. Well, sometime every month they can. No, because I look at I look at men, men, and I'm like, they, they don't act like that. The men, men. My husband don't menstruate. <laughs> I don't think ATU, no, no. He's like, heck no. <laughs> that's the world. That's the world. That's the world's culture. But if we are going for doing kingdom culture things, we have been a laughing stock because the church have been agreeing with things and not speaking up about certain things. But I'm telling you, the much more, we are going to shine bright. The enemy has not stopped his tactics, okay? He's going to try to increase them onto, yes, the body of Christ with certain exposures of certain people. And we have to be ready when those exposures come because that's what they're going to say, this is why I don't go to church. This is why I don't do this. This is why I don't trust God because they're starving kids and stuff. We got to be able to get out there and speak for truth to them to go, you know what, you weren't going to church because you just didn't want to go. has nothing to do with someone who's been exposed about something. No, it's not God's responsibility for starving kids. It's our responsibility to go out there and feed the hunger, hungry. We have to change the mindsets of people, okay, because that's what's holding them up. But we have to be bold and speak truth in this hour. Let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. I'm almost done. I'm almost going to skip some stuff, okay? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I don't care if people don't like how I, I preach because I'm a woman. And they try to give certain verses about it, too. I got many more verses in the Word of God that speaks against that. And that people can really understand the hermeneutics, that's how you say it, of the Word of God. Instead of just going by a verse, read the entire word that talks about it. Not just a verse and take it out of context. Because you can't sit and tell me that God can't use me as a woman to preach first the gospel of God. You can't tell me that. Just like you can't tell me I'm not going to heaven. I don't care what you say. I'm going to keep doing what God has called me to do. Uh, last thing. I'm just going to skip a little because I see the time. 2024 is going to be a year of, of, of teams and certain divine connections, okay? They're going to be assignments that you can only complete when you hook up with someone else. You get what I'm saying? As I stated earlier about AT and how his assignment is, was pivotal to where I am today, okay? And that our relationship has been divinely orchestrated, right? Now, I could have got offended. <laughs> off-ended by a lot of things and postponed what God wanted to do with me and left. But how can you do that when you know God has called you to be a certain place and you got to deal with certain things when it does come up? Because first, ask yourself, why are you offended? Why are you upset in the first place? Deal with you first, okay? But I, I, I thank God that he knew what God has called me to do. And I really believe that some people who do leave are only supposed to be here for a season anyway, certain seasons, okay? 
even though when I first started here, I was like, I'm being here for five years and I'm leaving. Well, the Lord showed me that. <laughs> I've been here 14, I think, right? Okay. There's going to be an increase of people coming together that are like-minded, that are filling the mandates of the kingdom, okay? Because the Lone Ranger, the celebrity pastors and prophets, all that stuff is over, okay? And Luke, don't turn. Luke 10, 1 says, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself is about to go. He called, Mark 6, 7, says he called the 12 to himself and began to send them out two by two. I'm going to skip down a little bit. Got a few more verses about that. But it says, Ecclesiastes 4, 9, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Deuteronomy 32, 30 says, one chase a thousand to flight, but two can put 10,000 to flight. There are people who have been placed strategically and will be placed, placed strategically to advance the kingdom of God. It's like I was talking to Ben and, and David, and I was telling him how the Lord was showing me that the team strategically put together is like a relay team, a relay race. Okay, they have strategies to put the fastest runner at the end as the anchor. The second fastest runner is first. They strategically put them like that so that they can win the race, so that they can flow together. When they pass the baton to the person in front of them hand, the person in front is not looking back. He just puts his hands there and take the baton. So I really believe God is going to be passing the baton to certain people to be ready to be, do certain things and you're not looking back, okay? But basically, the team and being together is that we have to be like-minded and together and not have strife or offense to come up and just try to stop what God wants to do first off in here and then in the body of Christ, okay? Remember, you're an eagle. You fly high. You're not with chickens. Our team, we're eagles, right? And we need people to be in their rightful positions, to be in the rightful team, to have the divine alignment happen. So I end it like this, much more. I decree much more over each and every one of you, much more when it comes to revelation, much more favor, much more influence, much more knowledge, much more time in prayer, much more time in your divine alignments and what God has for you, that you will operate in the much more. It is going to start today and not tomorrow, but even right now as we go into 2024, that you will have much, much more. You will operate in much more signs, wonders, and miracles, and you will go forward in that. You won't operate in offense or being all that. No, God is doing something new in you that you're going to shine bright like this shirt, and you're not going to be afraid to shine bright you're going to walk in that thing in boldness okay in Jesus in Jesus name we thank you for father I thank you for this word that is sealed on the hearts of your people God I thank you for even the ones who hear me online with father catch hold of this what you're going to do in 2024 which is going to be much more and we're open to it, God we say yes to what you have for us to do we love you we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus amen